Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome us to today's devotional on iron sharpens iron. Trust our night was peaceful. We continue with our reading from the book of Daniel. We'll be reading chapter 6 and 7 from the contemporary English version. I read Darius divided his kingdom into 120 states and placed a governor in charge of each one in order to make sure that his government was run properly. Darius put three other officials in charge of the governors. One of these officials was Daniel, and he did his work so much better than the other governors and officials that the king decided to let him govern the whole kingdom. The other men tried to find something wrong with the way Daniel did his work for the king, but they could not accuse him of anything wrong because he was honest and faithful and did everything he was supposed to do. Finally, they said to one another, we will never be able to bring any charge against Daniel unless it has to do with his religion. They all went to the king and said, your majesty, we hope you live forever. All of your officials, leaders, advisors, and governors agree that you should make a law forbidding anyone to pray to any god or human except you for the next 30 days. Everyone who disobeys this law must be thrown into a pit of lions. Order this to be written and then sign it, so it cannot be changed, just as no written law of the Medes and Persians can be changed. So King Darius made the law and had it written down. Daniel heard about the law, but when he returned home, he went upstairs and prayed in front of the window that faced Jerusalem. In the same way that he had always done, he knelt down in prayer three times a day, giving thanks to God. The men who had spoken to the king watched Daniel and saw him praying to his God for help. They went back to the king and said, Didn't you make a law that forbids anyone to pray to any god or human except you for the next 30 days? And doesn't the law say that everyone who disobeys it will be thrown into a pit of lions? Yes, that was the law I made. The king agreed. And just like all written laws of the Medes and Patience, it cannot be changed. 13. The men then told the king, That Jew named Daniel, who was brought here as a captive, refuses to obey you or the law that you ordered to be written, and he still prays to his God three times a day. The king was really upset to hear about this, and for the rest of the day he tried to think how he could save Daniel. At sunset, the men returned and said, Your Majesty, remember that no written law of the Medes and Persians can be changed, not even by the king. So Darius ordered Daniel to be brought out and thrown into a pit of lions. But he said to Daniel, You have been faithful to your God, and I pray that he will rescue you. A stone was rolled over the pit, and it was sealed. Then Darius and his officials stamped the seal to show that no one should let Daniel out. All night long, the king could not sleep. He did not eat anything, and he would not let anyone come in to entertain him. At daybreak, the king got up and ran to the pit. He was anxious and shouted, Daniel, 
you were faithful and served your God, was he able to save you from the lions? Daniel answered, Your Majesty, I hope you live forever. My God knew that I was innocent, and he sent an angel to keep the lion from eating me. Your Majesty, I have never done anything to hurt you. The king was relieved to hear Daniel's voice, and he gave orders for him to be taken out of the pit. Daniel's faith in his God kept him, kept him from being harmed. And the king ordered the men who had brought charges against Daniel to be thrown into the pit together with their wives and children. But before they even reached the bottom, the lion ripped them to pieces. King Darius then sent his, this message to all people of every nation and race in the world. Greetings to all of you. I command everyone in my kingdom to worship and honor the God of Daniel. He is the living God, the one who lives forever. The power, his power and his kingdom will never end. He rescues people and sets them free by working great miracles. Daniel's God has rescued him from the power of the lion. 28, the last verse. All went well for Daniel, white Darius king, why Darius was king, and even when Cyrus the Persian ruled. Amen. Chapter 7. In the first year of King Belshazzar of Babylonia, I had some dreams and visions while I was asleep one night, and I wrote them down. The four winds were staring up the mighty sea, when suddenly four powerful beasts came out of the sea. Each beast was different. The first was like a lion with the wings of an eagle. As I watched, its wings were pulled up. Then it was lifted to an upright position and made to stand on two feet, just like a human, and it was given a human mind. The second beast looked like a bear standing on its hind legs. It held three ribs in its teeth and it was told, Attack! Eat all the flesh you want. The third beast was like a leopard, except that it has four wings and four heads. It was given authority to rule. The fourth beast was stronger and more terrifying than the others. Its huge teeth were made of iron, and what it didn't grind with its teeth, it smashed with its feet. It was different from others, and it had horns on its head. Ten of them. Just as I was thinking about these horns, a smaller horn appeared, and three of the other horns were pulled up by the root to make room for it. This horn had the eyes of a human and a mouth that spoke with great arrogance. 9. Thrones were set up while I was watching, and the eternal God took his place. His clothing and his hair were white as snow. His throne was a blazing fire with fiery wheels, and flames were dashing out from all around him. Countless thousands were, were standing there to serve him. The time of judgment began, and the books were opened. I watched closely to see what would happen to this smaller horn because of the arrogant things it was saying. Then before my, eyes, my very eyes, the fourth beast 
was killed and its body destroyed by fire. The other three beasts had their authority taken from them, but they were allowed to live a while longer. As I continued to watch the vision that, that night, I saw what looked like a son of man coming with the cloud of heaven, and it was represented to the eternal God. He was crowned king and given power and glory, so that all people of every nation and race would serve him. He will rule forever, and his kingdom is eternal, never to be destroyed. 15. I was terrified by this vision, and I didn't know what to think. So I asked one of those standing there, and he explained, The four beasts are four earthly kingdoms, but God most high will give his kingdom to his chosen ones, and it will be theirs forever and ever. I wanted to know more about the fourth beast, because it was so different and much more terrifying than the others. What was the meaning of its iron teeth and bronze claws, and of its feet that smashed what the teeth and claws had not ground and crushed? I wanted to know more about all tens of those horns on its head. I especially wanted to know more about the one that took the place of three of the others, the horns that had, that had eyes and spoke with arrogance and seemed greater than the others. While I was looking, this horn attacked God's chosen ones and was winning the battle. Then God Most High, the eternal God, came and judged in favor of his chosen ones because the time had arrived for them to be given the kingdom. 23. Then I was told by the one standing there, the fourth beast will be a fourth kingdom to appear on earth. It will be different from all the others. It will trample the earth and crush it to pieces. All ten of those horns are kings who will come from this kingdom, and one more will follow. This horn will be different from the others, and it will conquer three other kings. This king will speak evil of God most high, and he will be cruel to God's chosen ones. He will try to change God's law and the sacred seasons, and he will be able to do this for a time, two times, and half a time. But he will finally be judged and his kingdom completely destroyed. 27. Then the greatest kingdom of all will be given to the chosen ones of God Most High. His kingdom will be eternal, and all others will serve and obey him. 28. The last verse. That was what I saw and heard. I turned pale with fear and kept it all to myself. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Mm. So, brethren, today, um, the highlight I want to leave us with, uh, I want us to go to chapter 6, right? And um, we can see that how, um, you see, um, sometimes when we go through stuff, it's not that, you know, I've said it before, that it doesn't mean that maybe we have sinned against God or we've done something bad or it's because of us. You see, the righteous also get tempted. You know, people out there are, are watching. Like, why is your life beautiful? Why is God just favoring you? You know, people are upset, are hungry about you. You know, and um, so which is why you know each time we just have to always give thanks to God. God will always fight our battles for us. Look at what happened to um, how they planned a coup against Daniel. 
and what they did. Even the king was not even addressed. And that is the kind of prayer, you know, we always have to pray that. Even when we are, we, 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 we are asking God for help, whoever God is sending to, to, to help us, wherever the person is, the person will not have rest until they deliver the message, the good news God has sent them to give to us. The king was not at rest until when he heard the voice of Daniel. Like, oh, okay, you're good. You know, he got relieved and, and, and he later ordered, you know, them to take um, him out of the pit. But this is one thing I want you to look at. It said, Daniel's faith in his God had kept him from being harmed. When we hold on to our faith and not compromise it. You see, in this book of Daniel, we've been talking about compromise. A life of compromise. Hold on to your faith. And say, if I perish, I perish. But I will never compromise my faith. Even in the midst of my son. I will never curse God. Because your faith is all that you've got. And that is all that will keep you going. And because of your protocols, laws will be changed, will be reversed. Things would, would, will work in your favor. And everyone, because of your, how faithful you are and your obedience, God will turn the table around for you, for your good. And the, the pit which your enemies already created so that you would perish in, they and their families, they will be the one to fall into it. Look at what happened. That the king has to order all those people who, 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 who ganged up against Daniel. He ordered them, not even them alone, but their families to be thrown into the lion's den. People of God, your faith is all you've got. You have to continually walk in faith with God. Don't compromise anything. Yes, life is not easy as we, we think. Things happen, but let's hold on to the faith. If I perish, I perish. Let that be your watchword. May the Lord be your strength in Jesus' name. Have a beautiful weekend, people of God. I will see you on Monday by God's grace. Bye for now.